This is URN. Hello and welcome to Sticky Wickets. It has been six months since our last live show and they've finally let us back in the building. We've got a packed batting lineup of topics. It is the Men's T20 World Cup and we're here to review, preview and enjoy this festival of cricket. I am joined by the Jason Roy of URN. Toby Reynolds, how are you? I'm good, thanks, mate. I'll, ta- I'll take that. I'll take uh, that. You're very Jason Roy. I am joined by Hayden Day, the Joss Butler of URN, and the DJ for the SRA's after party. <laughs> Had to be mentioned. Are you going to play some big songs for Sticky Wickets? Are we thinking Jerusalem from the Barmy Army, maybe? Yeah, Jerusalem on as the opener. Um, and then Three Lines as the closer, I think, get everyone in. But Joss Butler, not. Joe, I, I Joe Denley. Yes, that's a much better. <laughs> we are also joined by Ben. Ben, we're trying to figure it out. I'm going to say Joffre Archer. I think that I'll very much that. suits I'll you. I think that suits you. And we're also joined by the Vice President of the University of Nottingham's uh, Pakistan Society. And I have given him Shakab Khan as the Vice Captain of the T20 team. Yes, it's Haydar Ali. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? I'm very excited. Thank you for being the only person who said how are you. I'll remember that sports. I'll remember that sports. Thank you. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> um, so the match plan for today: we're going to review England's start to the tournament. Then coming up after that, we'll talk about the biggest game of the tournament: Pakistan winning by ten wickets over India. I can see a smile already. Uh, following that, we'll talk about some other big of big teams in the tournament your Australia's your West Indies your India's that sort of thing and to come up in the tail end of the show we have the return of the URN Ashes as currently stands Toby is behind by two games I believe and we'll reveal the punishment for the loser and that should be pretty much it let's start with England a magnificent start to the tournament a six wicket victory over the West Indies and an eight wicket victory over Bangladesh I'm going to start with Hayden how good have England been? well Fantastic, I think. I, I don't think it could have gone much better. Um, the bowlers have come through as we would have liked them to. Obviously, missing Jofra, uh, kind of a big loss going into the tournament. But uh, Mills has come in, filled his slot pretty well. And Ali, um, I don't think he could have been much better um, batting and bowling. I think been an exceptional performance so far. Toby, he brought Hayden talks about Mills there how exciting have you been to see the return of Tamal Mills to the England setup? yeah no hugely excited I don't know really where he dropped off from because he got injured mm. so missed out for a little bit and then never really made it back into the side until Joffre yeah got injured um, and I think he's a fantastic player he's always been he was the world's best bowler at one point in the T20s and then didn't seem to get picked for England at the time which was the weirdest thing he mm. went around all around the world took wickets everywhere I think the um, Pakistan Super League he was, he's been really successful I think from memory um, and he's been so dominant combine him whenever we've got a fit team him Woods Archer <laughs> could be a it's a, a, it's a pacey attack. lineup. Yeah. it's a pacey lineup. Ben how have you found England start to the tournament well 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 it has been two <laughs> wins from two it um, demolished the uh, the reigning world champs which was a great sight to see after being runners up in the last um, in the last World Cup um, yeah, I thought the batting was maybe a little bit shaky in the second inning against the West Indies, losing four wickets. But um, it was great to see Rashid taking four wickets, my uh, my top wicket taker for the tournament. And oh, he's got that in quick, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got that in I'm quick. I'm on to it. 
Yeah, and no, it was great to see Tamar Mills in there as well. Uh, Mills picking up his third, fourth and fifth wicket of the tournament as well in the game against Bangladesh. And um, yeah, England again, almost dismantling Bangladesh with a very easy win. I mean, Bangladesh, when you score 120 in a T20 game, you know it's not going to be a very competitive game. Mm, mm. England's bowling has been sort of led by a sticky wicket favourite, Moeen Ali and Adil Rashid. Moeen Ali, I have criticised a lot for his test bowling and batting. However, hasn't he shown me up in the T20 format? He's been absolutely fantastic. And I hold my hands up. He's been superb for England. How good out of 10, Toby? That's such a smug smile on your face. How good has Moeen Ali been? He's been amazing. He's been unbelievable. I mean, I think the, the the thing that summed up for me is when Morgan was asked in a press conference after one of the two games, can't remember which, so do you think that Moeen Ali's retirement from Test Cricket has really helped him? Morgan just sort of started giggling a little bit, <laughs> and sort of knowing that it, it sort of alleviated pressure from Ali's shoulders, knowing that all he had to do was just play for Morgan and he's always played fairly well for Morgan had a few blips here and there as every player kind of does and it always seems to be more noticeable in this Mo and Ali for, for some strange reason particularly here on Sticky Wicket yes. it be one person who just goes after Mo and Ali uh, don't, don't make me out to be like Michael Vaughan don't, don't portray <laughs> me as that Hayden Adil Rashid he's just enjoyable to watch isn't he he is, um, and he started well, but I think that is it's what you expect from Rashid now. Um, consistent bowler, always takes wickets, um, and he's just he's one of my first names on the team sheet. I think now for any T Twenty match, um, especially on these kind of surfaces mm. with a bit of spin, slower pitches, um, I don't think you can leave him out at the moment. Uh, ben, do you think these two could win the World Cup for England? Moeen Ali and Adil Rashid, just those two almost being like the Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad of the T20 side? Well, I don't know if they've been this excited about a spinner since Graham Swan with Adil Rashid. Yes! But um, I think, yeah, Moeen Ali, I've, I've, I have been surprised at how well he has been playing. He hasn't had too much of an opportunity to do well with the bat, but I think as a bowler, flipping it, yeah, I mean, he's good enough with a bowler on his own, in mm. my opinion, but um, I mean, definitely, I was I was predicting potentially England being too over-reliant on Adil Rashid. Mm, so I think now we've got two world-class spinners, then we're going to be a real threat. And I think those two could definitely do a lot for this England team. Certainly world-class and also world-class. Chris Jordan sort of gone under the radar. There was a poll done by the ECB, who do you want as your next bowler? And who do you want Wood to come in for? I think it's by Wisdom, sorry. And people were saying 65% Chris Jordan out the side. I thought he bowled quite well. He's a gun fielder. For Mark Wood, Toby, do you think that's the right decision? I, I, I'd much rather have Chris Jordan in the side than I love Mark Wood. I think he's the best, you know, one of the best England Test bowlers, and he's a great T20 bowler. But Chris Jordan's the leading English T20 wicket taker of all time. Surely you keep him in. It's really tough. I don't really know how they're gonna decide because obviously Wokes, without sort of Wokes in there, you haven't got a new ball bowler to really lead the attack. Toby is. Mark Wood going to play this tournament? Do you think? Yeah, he will. He will. There's no doubt he that he won't play. Like, he's gonna. He's gonna play. But it's just where and when he comes in because he obviously he's had a lot of injury problems. They don't want to rush him in straight away for him to get injured again. Three balls in, they want to. They want to leave him a bit. They might want to give maybe. I don't know how fit he is. Maybe give him another game. Uh, England have been playing well so far, so why change the winning side? And then yeah, who he comes in for is going to be the tough one. I think Jordan. Jordan is probably the one at risk. Just because before the tournament, the last sort of two years, he's been in terrible form and really struggled. Um, but Morgan loves him. Morgan trusts Jordan by far 
more than any other bowler that he's he's ever had probably he knows that he'll be in there he'll get the job done when when he needs to and when England need him to so probably Mills will be the one likely to miss out they might mix and match depending on conditions depending on matchups maybe you've got a team who, who really struggles against left arm pace you'll play time on Mills if they're really good against left arm pace you'll play Mark Woods and they'll, they'll change around like that maybe even um, they could even drop if Malan or one of the batsmen really struggles in form maybe Morgan might drop himself I know he said he would so that could be an option as well um, so I think it's it's hard to know who exactly and I think now that Wood is back or when he is back there's a lot of different opportunities England have to change the team and adapt it slightly and have high pace and have cutters with Jordan and Yorkers and have Wokes to open the bowling and obviously with a lack of Sam Curran uh, having Wood back is, is key Have England actually been challenged yet? Ben, do you think England have been challenged batting or bowling wise? I know, I know you mentioned the four wickets that fell against the West Indies which gave me a bit of a sort of worry due to the sort of easy way they fell I th- I'm really worried that this middle order has got a collapse in them Yeah I think the um, the four wickets dropped against the West Indies was a bit of a warning sign I mean I'd like to say it's because there was a bit of rust there but we did have two warm up games so I'm not sure I can use that excuse to defend my team uh, but I mean against Bangladesh we played phenomenally we uh, we bowled well we didn't, no, we didn't bowl them out did we but we reduced them to 124 or something so the bowling's there obviously we got the runs in about 14 overs so the the batting's there so I don't I can't really say that England have been challenged too much obviously we'll have to wait till some of the more competitive games uh, down the road but yeah I think we've still got to wait for those competitive games to see just how good this England team is a bit worried about these surfaces like we said there's only four grounds these pitches have been played on during the IPL could we see a, I know it's the lowest scoring World Cups and slowest scoring World Cup ever Hayden with this absolutely packed lineup of batting, are we missing a route who can just tick it around, get runs calmly? Because I'm a bit worried. We've got so many smashers. We lack that sort of, if things aren't right on the day, to hit every ball out the stadium. If we come up against a quality team like Pakistan, which we'll talk about in a second, will we be in trouble? Can you see a collapse coming? Potentially. I, I personally would have taken route. Um, I, I get the reasons for and against taking him but yeah as you mentioned he is the perfect batsman when a collapse is on the horizon he can just play out um, and you you feel confidence when Joe Root's there especially in his current form um, and I feel like he, he kind of is the missing batsman um, kind of batsman that we're missing at the tournament but Again, the batsmen we have, they have played those kind of innings before and in the right in the right headspace, you know, Joss Butler can go and, and can be controlled when he bats. Roy, not so much. Um, but but I think a lot of them have got the adaptability if, if we're kind of in, in desperate need. One last question before we go on to Pakistan. Still think England can win this tournament? One word answer from Hayden. Yes. Toby? Definitely. Ben? Yes. This, this is URN. We are joined by the Pakistan Society Vice President, Haydar. How are you and how was last Sunday for you? Hi, uh, thanks a lot for having me. Oh, it's great to have you, mate. Um, and yeah, last Sunday, what can I say about that? <laughs> so it was always obviously going to be a big match for both teams. Um, it's a big rivalry of an like, all-time big rivalry. 
um, and defeating them by 10 wickets. <laughs> um, I didn't mean, who expected that? Not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, big night for us and big boost in confidence. And yeah, just looking forward to the rest of the tournament. Um, to be honest, it should be easy from here on. Um, but we'll see in the semis and finals. Oh, I like the confidence that you're going straight to the semis. Well, you have got a very easy squad schedule coming up after your New Zealand win, which we'll talk about a bit more. You've got Afghanistan, Namibia and the mighty Scotland. Surely that's a road through to the semis undefeated? Uh, the only team I would be a bit concerned about was Afghanistan because they were in red-hot form against Scotland. You saw their bowling and batting completely demolishing. So I am a bit um, wary of that. But other than that, I think it should be a, a smooth road to the semis. <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about last Sunday. You had a social. The Pakistan Society had a social. What was that like? What was the numbers? Where were you? Tell us a bit about it. Yeah, so we were in Portland building E44. Um, it was a absolutely great night. So we had about, I'd say, 100 people come in, um, both from Pakistani society and Indian society. It was sort of a collab. Oh, lovely. Um, and the environment was buzzing. Uh, obviously, we had both sides. It's always a tense match. Um, and everyone was literally on the edge of their seats. Um, Obviously, we in the second innings we didn't give them a chance at all mm. to root about everything, anything. Um, but yeah, it was one of our greatest events so far. Um, so we're looking forward to do something very similar for the semis and finals. If we, you said to me, just the final. That's the confidence <laughs> we like to hear. Obviously, yeah. beating New Zealand comfortably is that even more impressive than beating India because off such an amazing high it would be very understandable if you sort of didn't bring your A game for the next game but you absolutely demolished them are you almost more pleased with your defeat over New Zealand? Uh, yeah I saw that game the pitch was very difficult um, to bat on um, and our bowlers did a great job and then seeing our middle order sort of coming into play which has always been sort of um, the area in which we've always lacked that sort of final edge um, so seeing them come into play and then sort of taking us um, over the ropes. It was quite good. Um, and it was an extra step into giving us a bit more confidence into going on. So yeah, um, now we've sort of uh, seen improvements in all sort of um, positions. So obviously our uh, front to Rizwan and Barbarazm, they've, they've just been exceptional all year round. But then seeing that middle order and our bowling has always been pretty good so far. So yeah, yes. Obviously, Pakistan came into the tournament maybe not with an ideal start shall we say changes behind the scenes um, maybe not in the best of form you mentioned confidence quite a lot there how confident are you now that Pakistan will go on because you don't have another big game till the semis let's face it Namibia Afghanistan and Scotland they're not teams challenging for the trophy do you think that sort of short break will be a good time to recharge or are you a little worried you might get a little complacent before your next semi um, no, I, I think um, the main thing I've noticed this uh, year round is the, the discipline in our team. Because with all those changes that came in, so we had Ramiz Raja coming in and then we had some internationals, so Matthew Hayden, Vernon Philander coming. I've seen there's been a lot more discipline in our team, so they're sort of not partying that much and there's like <laughs> proper, they've got a good workplace, everyone sort of uh, professional, working professionally. We, we've seen that our team sort of gets a bit laid back when uh, especially like a defeat of uh, like with 10 wickets against um, India you'd, you'd think that they're just um, 
fall back and say, oh, mm. we've done it. So it might as well. So I've seen a bit more discipline. I've seen the, the sort of more professional. So yeah, I think it's going to be great. Great Exc- for us. Exciting times for Pakistan. Now, how, what would it mean for Pakistan? Obviously, it feels like they're coming back into the world of cricket, being so close before England and New Zealand failed to go over and tour. What would it mean to the people of Pakistan and the people of Pakistan around the world if New, Ze- um, New Zealand, if Pakistan were to win this tournament? Oh, obviously, that's uh, going to be big. Um, and yeah, you mentioned uh, the tours backing out. That obviously hurt us a lot, seeing that so you know big teams coming back after a long time mm. and then sort of uh, backing out at the last minute. It was a big, um, big drawback for us. But um, again, if we win, if we go on to win this. Um, it's obviously going to be a big boost in in that direction as well, and we hope it's going to bring more um, countries to tour tour Pakistan as well. Yeah, I think everyone in England was a bit disappointed. I know the Barmy Army were definitely disappointed that they couldn't go over and tour Pakistan, such a wonderful country. Um, last question for you know members who not Pakistan members who would like to join uh, the Pakistan Society, how can they join? Um, yeah, so um, the best way would be to go to our Instagram, which is at UON, uh, Um And you can just uh, message us and we'll, we'll get you in touch with the, all the details. You can also head over to our link tree, which is um, linktr.we slash UONPAKSOC. So that's where we have um, our memberships, our uh, socials, so WhatsApp group chats and everything. And also we update it with every event that comes up. So our events not, are not always members only, so even non-members can join in. Um, so yeah, you can always um, join us from there. Me and Toby are desperate for there to be a, almost a year on away day if England play Pakistan in the final. Hey, it's been an absolute delight having you on. This, this is University Radio Nottingham. It was so nice to have some other faces on your own. We hope he enjoyed his time here. Um, let's talk about some other teams in the tournament. Scotland, they've had... Right, OK, I'm sure they're happy to be there. And I don't want to patronise them like that. Do you think they'll get a win? They've played Afghanistan and Namibia, Toby. they got any more chances, do you think? Not really, unless someone has an absolute stinger against them. I, I can't really see it happening. I thought Namibia would have been by far their best chance, but they sort of... Not necessarily convincingly, but they didn't really seem like they're in the game much. Um, Mark Watt being their standout player has been fantastic so far this tournament. Um, economy rate unbelievably low, um, but yeah, I can't see them. I mean, they played the, the sort of two supposedly easiest teams. Um, I mean, with Pakistan, you never know what's going to happen. Well, they did lose to Ireland in a 2007 World yeah. Cup. So if any team is for the taking, and I know we're, I feel kind of bad saying yeah. this now that Adar's left. Pakistan could mess up because mm-hmm. that would be very English or very Pakistani yeah. to mess up on the smaller teams. Exactly, yeah. So I think that's not a bad shout. How's everyone finding Namibia? Ben, have you watched much Namibian cricket by any chance? Or oh, I, I, <laughs> I feel like that's a hospital. I'm part. a big Namibian fan. Really. <laughs> um, the only team I support more because it's got to be Oman, probably. Um, <laughs> Those Oman kits were so 70s. Mm-hmm did love them mm, it's I mean, fine if you haven't it is absolutely fine there's no shame in not watching I mean all I'm going to say is that if Scotland are struggling against Namibia I'm not sure they've got much of a chance to get out of this group no I think out of the group stage is going to be a miracle now Namibia did beat my beloved Ireland who if anything faltered really badly and it's quite frustrating and it's so important for Irish cricket to get through to these tournaments and 
we're now seeing it with Scotland. I think more people are talking about Scottish cricket than ever, and that is so important for the growth of the game. There's one thing the ICC got wrong in 2019 was the fact there was no small countries. It was just a big Champions Trophy. It, it wasn't a great tournament, if we're honest, 2019 until the final. Um, Hayden, let's talk Australia. Are you scared of them this Saturday? I'm I'm feeling quietly confident, I think. Um, they're, they... Then they're a bit hit and miss at the moment. I'm not. I'm not sure entirely what to make of them. Of course, they can come out. They've got players that can go and gun, and they'll score runs. And and they've got they've got fantastic quick bowlers. Mm. Um, but I just think they're lacking as a unit. Um, and I I think I think we could give them a go. I, I I'd, I'd see us winning the match personally, but I, I'd probably say that against anyone to be honest. Um, <laughs> Is there is there a team England fans we fear our interest? Anyone? Has anyone got a team they fear? Toby's coming for Ah, uh, I don't think there's any specifically. I think the problem England might struggle with is just they're gonna have an off day. We've mm. talked about the batting lineup a little bit. It is it can be very hit and miss, which might allow someone like in India or uh, or in New Zealand or possibly even in Australia, who are sort of maybe not Australia, but the other the other two are at least a lot more reliable, I'd say. And are probably more likely to just hit 150, 160 every game, whereas England, I can see, have piled on 200 against teams and and then can quite easily struggle against a 56, mm. whatever it was against West Indies. Mm. Um, and also on on Hayden's point with Australia, I had a bit of a bit of research for the game. They've only won two of their last 10 matches in bilateral mm. series and eight of their last 24 in all T20 internationals, which is a pretty poor record for arguably one of the biggest cricketing nations in the world. And, and I mean, they only just beat South Africa with two balls to go, basically just due to Stoinis and Wade going mental at the end, mm. who were the only two players in the whole game who scored more than 12 runs to have a strike rate over 112, which is not much to ask, you'd really think. And then and then their, their bowling attack, I think, is quite an interesting one. They have four frontline bowlers, so their usual quick three of Hazelwood, Stark and Cummins, and then Zampa is their sole spinner. And then they kind of rely on Stoinis, Maxwell... And, their, and the rest of their batters to make up the other four overs. So everyone in their team, I think possibly including Dave Warner as well, and Matt Wade, their keeper, have bowled a ball in Test Match Cricket, <laughs> which is a very interesting stat. They've got Finch in there, who's a quite a handy left-arm I can see him coming bowler. in just for an over, similar exactly. to what Ashley Root did in the final of 2016. Mm, yeah. Just getting the big wicket, and you know that's an absolute game-changer. Yeah. God, you worked hard on those stats. I'm very exactly. impressed with you. you. I'm very you. impressed. New Zealand, anyone Anyone think New Zealand, are they just there? I feel like they're just there, this tournament. They've got the World Test Championship. Has anyone got any views on New Zealand, anyone? I, I just think they'll sort of come and go. Anyone scared of New Zealand, Ben? Well, apart from uh, Devon Conway, my top run scorer, mm. who uh, oh. I pulled out of the bag after I found some juicy stats about him. Let's, let's, but, let's um, go back into that, because there was... Uh, no, no, let's not. <laughs> next song, please. What was it? What was please, it? next song. What was it? Please. On the Sticky Wickets podcast, the, the preview of the tournament still available on I Apple think someone's had a stinker with their <laughs> someone had a stinker. Now, a dark horse is someone's team that no one suspects will win. Pavan... You know, had a bad one last year at the Euros where he picked Turkey. Turkey didn't do very well. They were still qualified for the tournament. He was your dark horse, Toby. My, my dark horse were actually England. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were, unfortunately. I did say I w didn't see them in the whole tournament, but I did see them qualifying and actually maybe turning over a big team in the actual tournament. 
I said the Netherlands. How did that go? Uh, not very well. Uh, yeah, I might have to have to ask a few of my mates over there. Like, what are wrong, guys? Mm. Tim, Timmy, Timmy van der Goosen, what happened over there? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Ryan, big Ryan, come on, mate. It's your last <laughs> tournament. <laughs> but tennis after just that's all of them that just didn't show any runs, and mm. that was a, a minor problem. It minor was problem. Golden Duck at one point, I'm pretty sure. They they had went four and four against Ireland. Yes, Ireland played really well against them, and I got my hopes up because I was like, oh, Ireland, they're going to do really well. I went for a run in my Irish Test cricket shirt, which <laughs> made me look even more Irish with my ginger. Hair. <laughs> um, it's it's a disappointing that you know Ireland and Holland, you know teams we don't usually get to watch, but that has allowed, opened up you know teams like Sri Lanka, who we've never seen before, <laughs> and Bangladesh, who we've never seen before. But it's mad to think we haven't played a T Twenty against Bangladesh. It sort of says a lot about ever ever. We'd never played. We'd never wow. played them. I did not know that is. Which is just mad. And this is what... Okay, I don't want to get into this rant, but the ECB need to mix it up. Mm. And I'm so glad we're going to Holland, I think, next year. The Barmy yes. Army in Amsterdam. Oh, my God. That's going to be fantastic. They might be a bit more relaxed for, for some reason, I feel like, than their usual... Yeah, I, I think the they'll world, take you know? in the canals. They'll take in the canals. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, quite a, it's quite an interesting topic, Holland. DJ! This is URN. University. Radio. Nottingham. Now, it is time for the Euro and Ashes. We are aware we sort of overrun, but that's obviously due to the fire alarm. We've not talked about some big topics, but we covered the main stuff. It's now time for the Euro and Ashes. And after months of sort of prodding and edging at a ball, we're going to reveal the punishment. So the punishment is for the t- person who gets t- who doesn't finish with 10 points is they've got to write a love letter to a select cricketer and send flowers to them as well. Toby, who have you selected as your love letter recipient? I've gone for Tammy Beaumont. You know, <laughs> she's she's a lovely girl. She's, been <laughs> she's on a TV. lovely girl. She's, I think. Well, I, are you saying she's not a lovely girl, Tom? <laughs> exactly. That, I'm trying to be nice here. I'm going for Tammy Beaumont. You know, she's she's. I you know saw her. She did a masterclass, very interesting masterclass, a few years ago. <laughs> And, you know, since then, it's uh, the the love has grown. The know? love has grown. The love has grown. I have gone for Alex Hartley. Um, yeah, there's nothing about that. Right, it's time for wow. the... <laughs> it is time for the You Are and Ashes. Now, today, we're going to have a special one. Ben is going to be participating in this one, and it's going to be players who played for England at a T20 World Cup. Mm. Now, Ben, if he wins, gets a two-point to give out to one person either me or Toby now the scores are currently 6-7 if he gives it to Toby for the first time since England in Sri Lanka he will be in front if he gives it to me it's match point and we're going to have to see Tammy Beaumont receive some flowers aren't we unless Toby? I come up with a miraculous no, no. victory no this is not Istanbul this is not Crystal Palace it's not happening I'm afraid it might be Carlos Brathwaite remember the name though mate oh that, that shivers down my spine <laughs> Ben you get to head, start England players who played at a T20 World Cup any any of the any. five or six World Cups from two thousand seven T20 yeah. World Cup, Jason Roy, good start. Correct. Yeah, so that's a nod from Ben. It's a nod from Ben. Okay. Uh, oh, I'll, Hayden, sorry. I'll go for Alex Hales. <laughs> Alex Hales scored a hundred. Uh, Owen Morgan, Graham Swan, lovely. Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad, Adil Rashid, Chris Jordan, Moeen Ali, Kevin Peterson. Uh, I assume we're not counting this World Cup, by the way. I think we can now. I think yeah. we can. Okay. Yeah. I'll go for Tyler Mills then. Um, I will go for Paul Collingwood. Stephen Finn. Lovely. Kevin Peterson. We've had oh. that. We've had that. Oh. Shh. 
Don't swear on air. Don't swear on air. <laughs> ben, you've done fantastically so far. Let's just play a nice game of who has played at a T20 World Cup for England. Come on, do this for me, please. please. I'm going to raise you Ryan Sidebottom. Is it my turn now? Yeah, it's your turn. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember, Toby's out now. Toby's out. Okay. Would you at Broad? Oh, uh, it's been said. It's been oh, said. oh, my no. days. We've Toby, absolute mare here. two points. No, one point. No, no, no. Because you, you won. You're two points behind me Oh, now. two points. Oh, I thought you were going to claim two points. I was like, no, I'm not having that. <sighs> not having that. Um, I feel for Hayden there. He hasn't had to do much. We're on campus. And we're online. And we're online. University. Radio. Nottingham. And that's the end of the show. Can I just say, Toby, thank you for being there. That was very nice of you to just be here and give me the win. Thank you. Hayden, that was a fantastic debut on any urine sport. It's a delight to have you here and urine sport. And I can't wait to hear you DJ at the SRAs. And Ben, lovely to have you on your first live cricket show. 